these books actually kind of hold up. Like, I thought they would be worse rereading them than they were. <laughs> High praise. I thought they would be High worse. Praise. <laughs> I mean, I, I love all I hope for every day. You know, at the end of the day, well, make I an image of that worse. quote. So. I thought they would be worse. Welcome to episode three of Anamorphous Discussion. It's like a book club, but only one person has read the book, and they don't remember it so well, and they trail off a lot. <laughs> True. Uh, I am your host, Robin. Joining me is my co-host, Jessica. Hey. And special guest co-host, Amber. Hello. And today, we are going to be talking about book three, The Encounter. Who's excited? Amber. I'm so excited. I, <laughs> I can't even barely contain myself. I'm so excited. So, so Amber, you came really highly recommended uh, oh. for this guest post position, I think because of your experience with Animorphs. Can you go ahead <laughs> and let us know what that experience is? So I kind of feel like the person now who lied on their resume, but then they got the job, <laughs> and they, they're at their first day of work, and they're just panicking, because... Uh, I don't know anything about Animorphs. <laughs> I I knew that it was a thing when I was, uh, I don't know, middle school, I guess was about the time. Yeah, that sounds um, right. I don't know why I wasn't into the books. They seem like they're probably like, right in my wheelhouse, you know, being able to turn into an animal mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. talk telepathically, I think they can do. Yeah. That's yeah. like everything I wanted and still want. But... <laughs> um. All I know about Animorphs before I listened to this podcast <laughs> was that the book covers had a a kid, and I think one of them had an alien type thing, mm-hmm. and it started out with the kid, and then it went to the animal that it turned into, and in between it was truly terrifying, <laughs> because it showed you like the stages that it went through to transition to the animal. Yes. Yeah. That's all I knew about Animorphs before ever listening to this podcast. <laughs> did you did you listen to the first episode of this podcast? I did, yeah. So Aww. that uh, that taught me that there was aliens, and uh-huh. I learned there were aliens, and mm-hmm. yeah, they can turn into different animals, which I didn't know. I thought it was, I thought they were stuck with whatever one was on the cover. I thought that mm-hmm. was it. <laughs> I mean, it's a safe bet. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of those covers, though, they re-released the books. Um, a, uh, I don't know, maybe like 10, 10 or twenty years ago. These books are old. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but the covers now, instead of showing like the process of some, of a kid turning into an animal, they just show like the middle stage of their face. Oh no! Half human, half animal. And I encourage you both to look up. The current cover of Animorphs number three, The Encounter, which is oh, the book that we're reading today. Gosh, this sounds awful because that middle part was the terrifying part to me. Mm-hmm. 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 I call it Boyhawk. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, I see it. Oh, oh, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. That's the middle. He's got like a little bit of the human face still. But with a really mm. tiny little hawk beak. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't like so that. Bad. It's so like bad. One bit. <laughs> the very tiny beak is what upsets me. The it's most so bad. <laughs> what, what upsets me is that it would just look like a hawk if it weren't for the chin. Right. Like, <laughs> the only part that's human still is, like, the chin and the lips. And that's right. so little. Like, why can't you just go the rest of the way and make it full hawk? <laughs> he, he has a top beak, but he has full human lips. And I don't, disgusting. I don't like that (laughs) because a beak is like lips you don't need both (laughs) Uh, that's gross i don't like looking at this and i can't look away i'm so glad that i forced you both to look at god that's terrible before i was the only one who had to know that it existed and now i can share it with you and with the world (laughs) <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Oh, also in this uh, Google image search, the one with the the kid and the dolphin 
is uh-huh. there. And can I just say oh, that, God. that is just... Oh, no. That That's is just... soul-shaking. Like, the in-between... <laughs> Between the child and the dolphin is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it too, and it's oh, bad. Gosh, it's so bad. Oh, that's terrifying. I don't <laughs> oh, like the way her man. mouth becomes. Oh, okay, I gotta stop looking at this. Yeah, I gotta. Oh god, that. I gotta close it out of my phone because if I just like op- like open up my phone later and I see that picture, I will lose yeah. it. You don't want that later. No. <laughs> I don't know what cover artist was like, oh. okay, those old covers with the kids turning into the animals, disgusting. Like, they traumatized people, <laughs> and we can't have that. We will design new covers that still clearly show <laughs> the kids turning into animals. How can we do it? Mm. <laughs> I've got it. Terrifying half-human creatures. It. Let me take the worst part of the old cover. Let me take the, the middle part so you God. know what both shapes should be. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> okay, so, Amber, you haven't read the books. Jessica, you listened, well, you were, you recorded the last podcast with me, so I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you to give Amber a summary of what happened in book two. Ooh. Okay, this is going to be good because I definitely remember everything. Excellent. Great. I'm ready. So, uh, the girl that's not Cassie. Correct. Okay. Uh, whose name I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Go on. Anyway, this right. girl, her name's not Cassie. I know right. that for sure. <laughs> um, she is great. friends with the daughter of the principal or something. And the principal is a controller, which is one of the humans that has, like, the evil alien in it. The yurt. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she used to be really good friends with this girl, and now they, like, haven't talked very much lately. And so she, not Cassie, decides to, like, figure (laughs) out what's going on. And this girl, the friend, has a cat. And so not Cassie transforms into the cat (gasps) and, like, goes into the house and, like, spies on the principal having his yerk meeting, which sounds really dirty and kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. And then she discovers that, like, her friend has been pulling away from her because she feels like her parents don't love her anymore because both of her parents are controllers now and they, like, don't know how to interact with this kid. Ooh. Um, Yeah. And then there's, like, a whole thing and, like, she is almost a cat for too long and then also the Yerk suspects her because he's like, this cat is, like, clearly listening into the secret conversation. That's clearly (laughs) an Andalite. Like, grab that cat. Uh. And then one of the other kids turns into a tick or something and, like, is with her for some reason that I don't remember. And then something happens where the, like, main Yerk bad guy is like, bring me the little girl and we're going to turn her into a controller. And that's when the dad, I think, like, fights off the Yerk in his head and is like, hey, we had a deal that, like, you could take me and my wife. Or, like, I think it was originally the mother that got Yerked. Yerked. Uh, <laughs> wrecked. Hashtag wrecked. Hashtag yerked. <laughs> the mom originally got yerk wrecked. Right. Um, and then, like, brought the dad along. And the dad only agreed to it on the condition that, like, they would never take the daughter. Oh, so, like, when yeah. that started to happen, then the dad, like, started to fight it off. And then, like, there was something... I forget, like, what the point of the second book was. Like, what was the overall mm. message that we learned. But mm-hmm. those are the details that I remember. And I feel okay. like I nailed it. Okay. You did. Yeah. Okay, so I loved it, first of all. Mm-hmm, that was, mm-hmm. that yeah. was a brilliant summary. A mm-hmm. couple of things. Um, it was the assistant principal. Whatever. Principal, Chapman. Oh. Not Cassie is named Rachel. Oh. Okay. Of uh, course. I'm going to forget that immediately. Yeah. Yep. The- <laughs> I have a really good friend named Rachel, but I'm still not going to remember this kid's yeah. named Rachel. I'm still not going to be able to hold on to that, so... <laughs> The the other anamorph who uh, morphed into a tiny insect around her here was actually a flea. Whatever, <laughs> same I, thing. It's about the same. And the most important part is that the cat's name was Fluffer McKitty. Oh, oh my god, that is you're the most so important right. Part. How I can't believe I forgot not, that. <laughs> what important plot detail you did not share with me? <laughs> you are so right. Yeah, you nailed it. And I think you also nailed the fact that there was no point to that book because <laughs> even in my memory, like from childhood, I feel like I always just skipped over I glossed over book two in my mind. I was like, Yeah, book book one they find out about the invasion and then book three has Tobias's Hawk Adventure. What happened in book two? <laughs> 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 Meh. 
Damn shame. Anyway, now we're on book three, mm-hmm. uh, The Encounter. I said, the, I said the name a lot because last week I forgot what the name of the book was, and so I just <laughs> want to make it very clear that I remember the name of this book. And it is The Encounter, and it does the start encounter. to bias. What was the name of book two? Ooh. The Visitor. Mm. Mm. That was a test, and you rocked it. Wow. Yeah, that was Like I knew you would. (laughs) In fairness, I was just editing that podcast earlier today, so... Mm, That's right. I had some refresher courses. (laughs) Um, So do the books go... Are they each all separate stories, or do they go through the whole... Is it a whole... It goes as a series altogether? Uh, It goes as as a series altogether, and it follows um, the five Animorphs, who, spoiler alert, will soon become six Animorphs. Oh my goodness. But uh, basically every five books, the cycle repeats. So Jake is is book one, Rachel's book two, Tobias is three, Cassie is four, Marco's five, and then it starts over with Jake again. Got it. It it rotates narrators. Yeah. Um, The six Animorph doesn't get his own books? So the six animorph trades off with Tobias. Okay. So three is Tobias, eight is Axe. Ah, but gotcha. we'll learn. We'll learn about Axe next week on book four, um, <laughs> which I don't need to remember the name of yet because we haven't done it yet. True. You know what I find just entirely baffling? Just one thing. Just yeah. well, this one thing in particular right now. Uh, since now that I know that like? book eight is gonna follow Axe, because I know you know Axe's full name. Uh huh. And it's I hate that you know his full name, and I, I would ask that you not repeat it. <laughs> I very deliberately did not say his full Axelton. name. Axelton. It. You know what? It's not Axelton. I wish it were. But oh, you don't remember dear. the name of book two or the name of book four. Like, you don't remember the book titles, but you remember this entirely bonkers name. Well, to be fair, the book titles are all, like, normal human words. Normal human words. And I, hear, <laughs> I hear a lot of normal words all the time, and I read a lot of normal words. I don't often get the chance don't to Don't you read, say his name. To Don't you say it. the alien. Axe yeah. is alien, yeah. So there was one that had an alien turning into an animal in a terrifying way on the cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. there was. Probably book eight. <laughs> or 18. Axe-a-million. Axe-a-million. Is it Axe-a-million? <laughs> You're so close. That would be so good. <laughs> I feel like I should tell Amber the name just so she doesn't keep guessing it, but then also I kind of want her to guess it throughout the entire episode. Yeah, I feel like she should keep guessing it throughout the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because it, at, at the time that we're recording this, episode two has not been posted yet, so no one's heard me say the name except yeah. for Jessica and Katie. Yeah, And I Jessica no was idea. real mad about it. Oh, just a reminder dear. from I'm last so week. <laughs> Yeah. so excited. I'll, I'll tell you if you get it right, Amber, and then at the end of the episode, I think I'll have to say it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just Axe body spray. All is one yep. word. Oh, so close. So close. Uh, Axe body spray, is, one word. Look, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, it is a three-part name, so oh. Axe body spray is close. Oh, so I was on the right track. See? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Axe body spray, all one word, final answer. Yeah, that's, I want to go all in on that. Double down, even. (laughs) You're right. You did it. Excellent. I win. (laughs) All right, tell us about number three. Yeah. You win the summary of number three. Okay. Excellent. (laughs) This book is from the perspective of Tobias. You may remember Tobias as the one who's a hawk forever. I don't. Okay, so at the end of the first book, Tobias gets trapped as a hawk forever. Okay. Now you know. Yeah. So this book starts off starts off with him. Uh, I'm trying to phrase it right. Does he go through all of those? What are they called? The like special kind of wind that he loves so much. Oh, thermals. Are you thermals. Talking about thermals. Thermals. I'm talking about thermals. Yes. He loves, he loves to float on thermals. Uh, yeah, I bet there are a lot of thermals in this book, as so- raptors and birds of prey do. Yes. Know. Yeah. Good job, Amber. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes. You know. Uh, but yeah, so he's floating on a thermal, scoping out this car dealership, oh. Deal and Dan Hawk's car dealership. Ah! And Deal and Dan Hawk has a little gimmick where he has a red-tailed hawk in a cage oh. as his mascot. He calls her Price Cut Polly. Oh, no. <laughs> and Tobias uh, has a plan to free Price Cut Polly. So yes. Sure. He scopes it out. He sees Deal and Dan Hawk. Uh, dial the it's like 
Polly's cage is locked with a bike lock, so he find he sees the combination on it, and he sees that they're with about his to film. eagle eyes. Yes, <laughs> technically is Hawkeyes, but right, I like right. <laughs> Very astute observation. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times in this book it says that hawks have great vision. Like, <laughs> That's fantastic. Just like every chapter, like with my sharp eyes. <laughs> The distance was almost too far for Hawkeyes to see, but I saw them. <laughs> anyway, so he sees the combination. So even though they're about to start filming a live commercial for the car dealership, he still decides to go down and free the hawk at this moment. So he goes down, flies onto the cage, and starts to do the combination. And they say, oh, hey, there's this hawk trying to get at our Polly. And they try to shoo him away. But then they're distracted because an elephant is crushing their cars. Oh my god. <laughs> of course, obviously. Is yeah. that Cassie? <laughs> no, it's not Cassie. Oh. Rachel. Oh, I knew it had to be one or the other. Yeah. Rachel? <laughs> it's the other one. <laughs> Rachel is the... <laughs> Rachel is the fiery, reckless one, remember? That's that, right. She's that stereotype. <laughs> For some reason, uh, the only Animorph kid that I care about is Cassie. I know. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so Tobias talked Rachel into teaming up with him to free this hawk, and she became an elephant and stomped on some cars to distract them. As you them do. Along. It's yeah. the only way to go. It's, I yeah, mean, it's the only plan here. If I were a human who needed to free a hawk from a cage, I couldn't think of a better way than by turning <laughs> yeah. into an elephant while another yeah. hawk. <laughs> it's really the only play. Yeah. There's really no other yeah. way to go about yeah. it. Yeah, it's, Any- it's mm. anyway. They free the hawk, and she flies away. Yes, and then Tobias gets this weird feeling like he should go with her, like that's where he really belongs. Uh oh. It's been almost a month that he's been a hawk. Uh, he's still, J- Jake, the leader, uh, fills a little Rubbermaid container with leftover food and puts it in his attic every night Aww. so that Tobias can go and eat. And Tobias doesn't tell Jake that he can't eat the vegetables, only the meat that he puts in there because his body can't digest it. And he's just, this whole book is sort of about Tobias feeling like he's losing his humanity and becoming more of a hawk. It's really good i like this book a lot <laughs> despite despite the constant you know raptor vision name drops basically <laughs> the main plot of this book is that they find out that the yurks have this ship that comes down this enormous ship shaped like a manta ray that comes in cloaked and goes to the secret lake kind of in the in the woods uh, cassie lives on a farm and her farm borders like a national forest which is very convenient for the Animorphs. And also, I don't know if you remember this from book one, Amber, but her farm is a wildlife rehabilitation clinic. So they bring in lots of sick and injured animals. So she can get the DNA from all of those animals. Yeah. uh, Got it. Got it. Yeah. It is very convenient. Yeah. It works out great. And also her mom is a vet at a zoo, so they can get the more exotic animals. Super convenient. As well. Yeah. It works out great. Anyway. So they find out that the ship is coming in and going to a lake about an hour, well, an hour running in wolf form. Spoiler alert, in this one they turn into wolves. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to a lake in the mountains and sucking up a lot of water. And it's got these big intake pipes on the side that take in air. And they realize that it's for supplying the mothership in orbit. So it comes in cloaked and then then, uh, a bunch of controllers disguised as park rangers come up to the lake earlier and clear out all the people you know they like send them away if they see people camping they like take them away but under like they're holding machine guns and stuff and they tell them some story or more likely tobias didn't dwell on this but i bet they just take them straight to the yerk pool and put a yerk in their heads for being in the wrong place at the wrong time that seems yeah that seems the most efficient yeah that's what i would do yeah if i was the yerks anyway (gasps) i'm not though. Hmm. That's what you would say if you were, though. That is hmm. true, but I wouldn't tell you... She's talking a lot about what normal humans do today. Right, you did say something yeah, about I mean, as a normal names. human, I, I'm an expert on what normal humans do. Right. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> right, right. Why would I be, would I be anything right. but a normal human? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. 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 Ha! Anyway. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
the ship, so the ship comes to the lake and uncloaks and sucks these big, puts these big tubes into the water and sucks up lots of water to resupply the mothership. And the Animorphs get this idea that, because originally they're like, oh, we can blow up the ship and really hurt the Yerks. But they're like, we don't know if there's, if this is like one of dozens of ships, like it probably wouldn't, it would probably be annoying, but it wouldn't cause a huge, like, upset. But if we can find a way into the ship, Mm. turn off its cloaking system while it's over a major city, then enough people will see it that the controllers will not be able to cover it up. Because this is a ship the size of a skyscraper, clearly an alien ship. I mean... Right. There's there's no way they they figure uh, that they you know that anyone in authority would doubt that it was an alien ship and that the, the controllers would be able to do anything about it. And they know that the Yurks don't have the the forces yet to just openly invade because they haven't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yes, this is a great plan. We'll morph into fish and then get sucked up those water pipes. Oh no! Into their water tanks. And then from there, we'll be inside the ship and we can turn off the cloaking device. This is a bad idea. This sounds like a terrible plan. So this was a plan thought up by middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and it yep. goes about as well as a plan thought up by middle schoolers would be expected to go. Sounds about right. Right, right. Yeah. Uh... First off, they morph into wolves to, like, scope the area, and then they almost stay in wolf morph too long. Oh, no. Uh, Tobias sees a clock, and he, like, flies towards them and is like, demorph, 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 and they're like, how much time do we have left? And he's like, none. And so they start demorphing, and he's freaking out, because according to the clock that he saw, they were seven minutes past the time limit. Oh, dang. They should have demorphed seven minutes ago. But they managed to get out of their wolf morphs eventually, and they're all, like, panicked and like relieved and then he feels really sad and flies away because he can never demorph because he's trapped forever as a hawk yep and then he is flying around thinking about all the good things about being a hawk like he can see as many concerts as he wants for free and thermals (laughs) and there's thermals uh baseball games etc and while he's feeling this free euphoric wonderful feeling he's flying over a meadow and he sees a rat and he just totally gives into the hawk instinct and goes down and kills the rat and eats it. Yes! And then he's horrified with himself and he tries to run away, but he's a hawk so he can't and he gets confused and scared and horrified. And, uh, he tries... This is... Oh, this is gonna get real dark, by the way. This is a very dark children's series. Uh, he wants to see Rachel because she's his, like, true love and source of strength. Uh, and she's doing a gymnastics exhibition at the mall that she didn't want anyone to go to. And so he flies towards the mall and then he just goes into a dive straight for the front, straight for the front door, hoping that he'll crash into it and die. Wow. Wake up from his horrible hawk nightmare that he feels trapped in. But someone opens the door just as he's going through it. So then he's like flying through the mall and then he sees Rachel and then he flies up towards the skylight and crashes into it and falls and Rachel catches him and then she throws him back into the air and he flies again back towards the skylight hoping again that he will just crash into it and die but Marco is there and he throws a baseball through the skylight and there's enough for Tobias to get out and be free what the fuck yikes yeah it was a very yeah this is a fucked up book slash series the first core theme, according to Wikipedia, is horror. Also, dehumanization. That's probably more important. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. get that. I get that. So then he uh, loses contact with the rest of the Animorphs. He goes and lives in a meadow as a hawk and just sort of tries to, you know, lose himself in the hawk mind and not remember that he is a human named Tobias. Is this and- before or after they turn into fish and go up in the ship? Oh, this is before. Okay. Oh. This is after they develop the plan, before they do the thing. Gotcha. Okay, okay. They're not, like, all fish while this is happening. Like, Tobias is having a separate adventure while they're doing their fish thing. Yeah, okay. that would be also a be a lot of fun. No, so Tobias, while he's a hawk, goes to where he knows the female red-tailed hawk has, like, set up her territory, which oh, yeah. is incidentally quite close to that lake where the Yerks suck up air and water. And 
he still feels that, like, desire to be with her. And uh, then he sees a human running away from a Hork-Bajir controller, and he realizes that it's, like, a non- a non-controller human who they didn't clear out of the lake in time. So he's seen the ship, he's seen everything, and now he's running away and they're going to kill him. And then Tobias remembers that he's human, and he's an anamorph, and he's fighting the Yerks, and he cares. So he leads that human away and, like, saves his life and tells him, like, don't tell anyone what you saw or they'll take you and assimilate you. And I What? How does he tell him that? Oh, yeah. How can he talk to him? Uh, Tobias talks using mental telepathy called thought speech. I thought they could only thought speak to other anamorphs. Yeah. No, oh, sorry. I I may have been unclear about that in a previous episode. So if you're morphed, you can thought speak to anyone. Oh. They just can't respond unless they're morphed or unless they're an Andalite because Andalites use thought speech as their regular, you know, they don't have mouths. Okay, gotcha. They can only thought speak. But yeah, anyone who's in a morph can thought speak. Which oh. makes me wonder, I don't know if they ever went into this, but like, what if you morph another human? Can you thought speak or do you not bother? Hmm. It's worth thinking about. Generally, they morph an animal that doesn't speak human language, so it doesn't come up. Could mm-hmm. they Could they morph into the form of another person? Another yes. human? Oh, yes, they can. So creepy. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that'll come up more later too. Um <laughs> Anyway, so Tobias rejoins the fight and they go ahead with the fish plan and they um turn into wolves. They they go on a Saturday morning so they can spend the day camping out and they turn into wolves and go up and Tobias finds in this cave that is empty that is like partially concealed and that he knows no bears are living in. It's good. Just, you know, it's an important thing when you're looking for a cave is to make sure there's no (laughs) bears in it. Right. And then they try to catch fish, and eventually they catch one, a trout, and they all, except for Tobias, obviously, acquire it. That they only have, like, an hour before the Yerks show up. Uh, So they they thought they were going to catch the fish earlier, and they didn't. So they don't have time to test out the fish morph, which is also a common theme in these books. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... The Yerks show up and start clearing out the campsite like normal, but this time there's way more than there usually are. There's more bug fighters and more Yerks and more controllers, and they're, like, shooting any animal that they see. Ooh. And, yeah, and helicopters and everything. And Tobias figures it's because he helped that guy escape last week or Mm -hmm. the other day. And they're, like, really beefing up security. So he tells them, like, there's no way that we can go with the original plan of you guys sneaking down to the water and morphing into fish. Like, there's you, there's, there's absolutely no way that you won't get caught. And so we should, we should abort this mission. And they say, yeah, absolutely. Or. Oh, no. We could morph into fish in this cave. No. And mm. Tobias can carry us one no. by one in his claws to the lake. No. That makes no sense. No. And Tobias is like, no, because you'll die. And Cassie's <laughs> like, well, a fish can actually survive for a few minutes out of the water, which is the fun animal fact that I learned this week. Let's just say it's that one. <laughs> I, think I, I think I underlined a few, but let's go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so Cassie goes first because she's the best morpher and Tobias carries her to the lake and a few controllers spot him but they don't they don't think he's unusual so they don't try to shoot him even though they shoot a deer that's just like running by I don't know I don't know what they're thinking if they if they know that the Andalites can morph into animals and they're suspicious enough to shoot any animal they see but they see a bird with a fish in its claws it's like meh it's bird. fine. <laughs> yeah. Who who would want to morph into a bird, right? And they see a right. bird with a fish taking the fish to the lake. Like, yeah. it didn't just, like, catch the fish to eat it. It just, like, it's yeah. like, here, do you need a ride back to the lake, fish? I got you. I'm a yeah. normal hawk. This is what I, we do all the time. I'm not sure how you got all the way out of the lake, but I'm going to give you a ride back to the lake. Yep. I'm not going to eat you. No. You know, it's, I'll just yeah. be, like, public transportation for fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. That's nice. what the Yerks think. Yep. That makes sense. 
Makes sense. <laughs> I bet they looked at him and they were like, I'm going to look up what hawks eat later. Right, right. <laughs> so like, I'm going to check out Wikipedia later. Just... Well, Wikipedia didn't exist in the, uh, at this time. Yahoo. Uh, I'm going to ask Yahoo answers yeah. what hawks eat. Yeah. <laughs> what do hawks eat? What's fish. They love fish. They love fish. <laughs> like, their top thing. Love it. Anyway, he manages to get everyone but Rachel... Obviously, they obviously they they wait for him to come back before each of them morphs into a fish one at a time. They don't. You all say obviously, but I am glad you clarified. Right? I did yeah. wonder. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yep. They morph one at a time so that they're not just gasping, waiting for ten minutes for him to drop off each individual fish. <laughs> uh, but as Rachel is morphing into the fish, she's the last one. Uh, the controllers find this cave and realize that they have to check it. Oh. Shoot, I totally forgot. The, they find out the reason that the security is so beefed up is because Visor 3 is there. Visor oh, dang. Visor 3 is, like, the big bad. And his blade ship is there, which is a big bad ship. Oh. And he's the only Andalite who... The only Andalite controller, so he's the only Yurk who can morph. Uh, oh. That was for Amber's benefit. He's yeah. gonna be in, like, every book. I'm sure there are books without him, but I can't remember them right now. He's He's the common antagonist. Aside from just the yurks so they so uh they're like oh he's gonna have our ass if he if if he finds out we didn't even check this cave we're gonna clear this cave out and so they get in there and they see at that time rachel has managed to finish morphing into a fish and tobias grabs her and then he just flies at the guy's face so that he'll (laughs) excellent because he's blocking the cave entrance and so he he is he managed to get past him but the guy shoots a dragon beam at him and it misses and it hits the truck ship, the ship that's sucking up all the water, and suddenly all the controllers are terrified because Visor 3 is going to yell at them for hurting the, the, the fancy ship. Uh, that, that becomes important later. So he drops Rachel off, they manage to get sucked up into the pipes, and then something happens. Oh, yes, now I remember. I mean, I remembered the whole time. This is a seamless, <laughs> this is a seamless narrative. Right. So, Visor 3 executes the uh, controller who damaged his ship by shooting a laser beam at it. Mm-hmm, uh, sure. He finds out that he was shooting at a hawk carrying a fish in its talons, and then presumably another controller was like, oh, you know what, I also saw a bird acting strangely. And also, didn't a bird save that guy yesterday? Oh, oh my god. No, he's putting <laughs> also- it together. Also, I forgot to mention this, but earlier when we were scoping out the area, a bird flew at my helicopter and um, <laughs> made me swerve because he had to do that to distract them while the humans were getting into the cave because the Yerks showed up sooner than they thought. I forgot to mention that part. It was a very exciting scene. There's a lot that happens in this book. Anyway, so now they know to look for a bird, so now they're shooting every bird that they see. Oh, no. And they see Tobias... And he realizes that the only place that he can go where they won't shoot at him is on top of the ship. Because if they shoot at him, they could hit the ship. And then Visor 3 will do terrible things to them. <laughs> so he, like, lands on the ship, and all of the all of the bug fighters and Visor 3's blade ship are, like, floating around him ready to shoot him. And Visor 3's like, and the light! You have nowhere to go! You know, get get off my ship! And I'll kill you quickly, otherwise I may take you onto my ship and kill you slowly. But Tobias realizes, like, there's nothing they can do to him. He's just, like, they can't get him. He's on the ship. They can't shoot him. Uh, But then he hears Rachel, because the other Animorphs are inside the ship now. They, They morphed into fish. And shockingly, their brilliant plan is failing, because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're in a water tank, and it's got a grate at the top, but they can't open the grate. Excellent. Even when, you know, they, they've morphed to human, but they can't open the grate. And she's and so she says, like, Tobias, there's no way that we can get out. They're gonna... And, and we can't let them take us alive. And he's like, oh my god, what are you saying? And she's like, just... If you can find a way to destroy the ship, that'll be the best thing. But we're gonna go out fighting... And we're gonna, you know, when they empty this tank, we'll morph into the fierce animal morphs that we do and go out fighting. But it, if you could destroy the ship, the cloaking thing's not gonna work. You know, we're, we're the the original plan of turning off the cloaking device over Major City won't work. And he's like, "But Rachel, who could have guessed that?" Yeah, right. I know, right? 
he's like, Rachel, I never told you. And she's like, you didn't have to. I knew. Aww. Goodbye, Tobias. And I'm like, oh, we have a special bond. Uh, <laughs> so couldn't one of them turn into a flea? Yes. It's very small. It could get through the grate. No? Okay. That's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. You know, some one of them can turn into a flea. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's hindsight. It's, you know, 20 years of hindsight. It's fine. It's I mean, fine. One, of them, one of them could also turn into a lizard, which could probably fit through That's whatever pretty grate small. they have. Yeah. 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 Unless it's, you know, like a Komodo dragon. It's pretty small. Yeah. Nah, it's like a tiny lizard. It ate a spider. Anyway. Like a great smaller or smaller like a, lizard. <laughs> yeah, a great sized North, lizard. The North American great slithering lizard. Right. I think, right. I think, yeah. <laughs> pretty common. Um, I probably still couldn't get the others out. If only Marco could turn into a flea because his his battle morph is a gorilla. I bet Ooh. a gorilla could open that grate. That's good. Yeah. That would be good. Anyway. Uh... Meanwhile, Tobias is trapped on top of the ship because if he tries to fly away, they'll zap him. And then some taxon controllers come up from the ship and they're crawling along the top of it. And he's like, oh, crap. Oh, no. So either <laughs> they'll get me or if I try to fly, then the ships will get me. Uh, but then he comes up with the brilliant, stupid plan. Mm-hmm. And he flies really low to the ship so that he's not, you know, taking off. And he just flies straight at one of the taxons, aims for its eyes, and then at the last second, he grabs the the laser beam out of its hand, and then he flies towards the front of the ship, even as it's taking off. It's a very tense moment as he tries to get to the bridge, and finally he gets there, and he shoots the laser beam just through the glass of the bridge, like, destroying the control panel, and the ship shudders. And then it rolls and hits a helicopter that explodes, and it hits one of the bug fighters that explodes, and then the other ships, like, have to back off. And then the exploding bug fighter opens a huge gash in the side, and all this water pours out, and so do four humans. Ha! And they're falling, like, 700 feet towards the ground. Oh, no. But just in in the nick of time, they morph into their bird of prey morphs and manage to fly away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, They fly away into the trees. But the Yerks know that there's a bird, a red-tailed hawk, who's been, you know, who's definitely an Andalite, or an Anamorph, but they think that they're all Andalites, who's definitely an Andalite and who's been, like, giving them shit, and the, they start shooting things, and it scares all the birds in the area, including... Tobias's hawk girlfriend? The female red-tailed hawk that Tobias felt a great closeness and kinship with. Who flies into the air and looks a lot like Tobias, who they got a very she good look at. He dies. I quit. <laughs> well, <gasps> so they Robin, her, they burn off one of her wings and she falls dead to the ground. No, uh, yeah, pretty harsh. This series is the worst. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty much the end of the book. Um. Tobias realizes that the reason that he's fighting is because he feels trapped in his hawk body and he knows how it feels to be trapped and he thinks about all those, you know, controllers and how they must feel being trapped in their bodies with the yerk controlling them and he wants to do whatever he can to save them. So that's his new mission. I mean, his current, it's it's the same mission that it was. He's got more motivation now. A renewed sense of purpose. A renewed... Thank you. Yes, Amber. Yes, you're welcome. You can, you can <laughs> keep that. That's for you. <laughs> oh. Well, aren't you the best? Well, you know, you said it. Your words. <laughs> I, said, I, I said it. You heard that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the end of this book. The Encounter, which I'm going to Do you have any questions, comments, or concerns? I have three questions. Yes. Hit me. Uh, why did beautiful, majestic Lady Hawk have to die? She just got her freedom. You mean mm-hmm. Price Cut Polly? Good nailed, question. Yep, nailed it. Oh, I said three. What were my other two questions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did, um, Boy Hawk, Tobias, how uh-huh. did Tobias, um, what were the mechanics of him shooting and holding this laser weapon Thing. That's a really good question. How was he doing this? So he was holding it in his talons. Are you just making this up now? 
No, I I remember it, it was very heavy, and oh. he was like, I'm flapping, and I'm holding it in my talons, and I can't really aim it, but I squeezed the trigger as hard as I could, and it cut through, it cut a taxon in half. Really grotesque imagery. Jeez. Um, but I, I think you, I think it was like a gun, you know, like gun-shaped-ish, right. and he was able to wrap his talons around it to squeeze the trigger, but I don't know. You know, I shouldn't it's... be, but I'm satisfied with that answer. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, okay. are you? Cause... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> and then third she question, ex- which she I accepts really it's the only answer that I have for her. <laughs> right, Sorry. yes, I do. I do. That is really what I accept about it. Yeah. I know that even if, you know, that makes no sense, I'm not going to get a better answer. So, hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's it. I don't have one for you. Um, third and most important question about this book that uh-huh. was called the Encounter. The Encounter. Yes. Exactly, yes. Which I remembered, certainly. Yes. Um <laughs> I don't think I said it enough and you No, you did didn't. not say it enough. You should have said <laughs> the encounter more. Okay. Um Third and most important question mm-hmm. is the Alien dude's name that Jessica hates. Oh, yes. Uh, axe smash axe. <laughs> <laughs> or, or throwing axe. Or uh, axe axe axe. Or die axe axe. Those are all great names, but mm. they are all incorrect. Oh. You're going to be kicking yourself when I say it. Because I know. I feel like I'm right there. I feel like I'm so close. Huh. Um, I have a question. It's yeah. the same question I asked last time. Oh. Uh, so it's been a month now that Tobias has been a hawk. Has anyone noticed his absence and commented on it? That's oh, yeah. Question. I'm glad that you asked that because I meant to cover that earlier. So Tobias, uh, his his parents are are gone. They're I don't think he says that they're dead in this book. They're not dead, but they like vanished or they left him. Whatever. That's so. Fun. Yeah, so he gets shuffled back and forth between an aunt on one coast and his uncle on the other coast. And uh, it turns out that Jake left, like, he, Jake gave a message to his uncle saying that Tobias had gone back to stay with his aunt. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, his aunt thinks that he's staying with his uncle, so they both think that he's with the other. Ah. And Tobias figures that eventually they'll realize that neither of them has him, and they'll probably report him as, like, a runaway. And then he says, like, or they might not. Maybe they just don't care because they're pieces of shit. Huh. He doesn't say that. It's a children's book. Right. Like, yeah. Could you tell that it was a children's book from all the <laughs> horror and dehumanization? I mean, and, and, you know. It's a little yeah. tragic yeah. that the, like, friend sleepover trick is what does it. Because it's <laughs> a much bigger scale that, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to spend the night at my friend's house. And that friend is like, oh, I'm going to spend the night at my friend's right. house. Right. And they both go to a party or whatever. It's classic, and like, yeah. That's what works, is the aunt and uncle don't, like, call to check right. up on him, or be like, hey, we still on for what the fuck ever? Yeah. God, these books are fucking tragic. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Pretty upsetting. Yeah. But Tobias and Rachel are in love. Are they? Well, kind of. Huh. I mean, they're, like, 12 or 13, so, yeah, a lot of hormones. Yeah, does probably Tobias more. still have hormones? I was gonna say probably like, more for teenage than hormones. Yeah, does he have human teenage hormone, or is he whatever hawk age the hawk was? Yeah, Excellent. he's probably like an adult hawk, right? How long do hawks live? Excellent oh, no. question. Uh, the average age of hawks was not the fun animal fact that I learned in this book. Mm-hmm. As stated before, it was that fish can survive a couple of minutes out of <laughs> the water. That's true. That is true. She did tell so. you that specifically. I don't okay. know. Hawks probably live for a while. Just, you know, take a while and put whatever number you think is associated with them. Yeah, like That's eight? as specific as that gets. I think it's more than that. <laughs> Teen? <laughs> well, parents can live for, like, ever. A, forever years. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, Google. Hawks Parrot? are also birds, so, you know, that's the that's logic true. I'm putting to that. 
pigeons can live as long as turtles. <laughs> okay, Google. <laughs> I don't know. How long do red-tailed means. hawks live? <laughs> if they're not brutally murdered by an alien. Did you hear that? Lasers. Center of Virginia. Q, how long do red-tailed hawks normally live? A, in the wild, red-tailed hawks have been recorded to live more than 25 years. However, Ooh. Birds of North America Online notes that this is very rare. Oh, there we go. Oh. Google for the win. Thank you, Thanks, Google. Google. I bet a red-tailed hawk with a human brain and human friends would definitely live at at the max length, the max age of a red-tailed hawk. Oh, I think it would live less time. Really? Yeah. I mean, probably a red-tailed hawk engaged in a constant battle for the fate of the human race with aliens that have laser beams would live less time. It's true. Yeah, that's That's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. I forget what we do at the end of the episode, Jessica. Well, one segment that we haven't covered is uh, what uh, teenage stereotype happened in this book. No, oh. it was Rachel the Reckless, right? Oh, yeah, I guess that's or, true. So that was a young love between them. Young love, yep, the, that's yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Tobias feeling like an outcast, feeling oh, yeah. lonely and separated from his friends and inhuman. Okay, Although, to right, be fair, right. he is kind well, of, like, literally inhuman and no one else does understand him that's true so <laughs> a lot it's of like, it's like is, fairly reasonable i think in his case. a lot a lot of this book is about him worrying that he's not a human that he is a hawk and then like rachel saying that as long as he has her and the rest of their friends that he can hang on to his humanity mm. and then by the end he realizes that he is a human and a hawk and he has to accept both parts of himself oh yeah Truly incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's deep. That's um, good. And speaking like of accepting, speaking of accepting all the parts of yourself, something that I know about myself is that I'm not a very good cook. That's just <laughs> a thing about me that I know. Oh yeah. But you know what? I recently started taking cooking lessons, and oh, cool. they've nice. been going absolutely fantastic. I've been really enjoying myself. I've been learning some like really awesome recipes. I've been learning new things to do in the kitchen. And it's all thanks to The Sharing. The Sharing is a wonderful organization for people of all ages. They've got all kinds of great programs going on. And you can go sign up. You know, it's totally free to go check it out. They're just like, they're just awesome people over at The Sharing. And they've got other kinds of classes that they offer as well. But I've been taking those cooking classes for a couple of weeks now. And, you know, I've got to say I really like it. Y'all should really check out The Sharing. Oh, that sounds awesome. I'll check it out. Yeah. Do they have, um, are, are they just local to you or are they sort of like all over? You know what? They're, it's my understanding that they have locations worldwide. Oh, that's Ooh. awesome. Yeah. International. It's, it's pretty fantastic. Nice. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Uh, definitely check out the sharing, everybody who's listening. Um, a totally you know, normal and fantastic organization. Yeah. For humans have- like us. See what they have to offer you, humans, like us. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I feel a concern. A human concern. It's, it's, you know it's where you can take that human concern and they mm. will definitely help you. They'll, you know, they're awesome people at the sharing. Counselors, people that you can just, like, talk to who will just always have your back. It's just fantastic. And for humans like us. For humans like us, and I do want to say it is only human to have concerns, and mm. a great mm-hmm. a great thing that I as a human love is that if I go to the sharing, I can be around other humans and just sort of, like, feel accepted and, like, I'm a part of something bigger, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I love that. I love that yeah. feeling. Amber, what's your favorite thing about the sharing? I feel unsettled. <laughs> oh, no. To say the very least. The very least. <laughs> <laughs> well folks uh thank you for listening to this episode of anamorphous discussion i think it went really well amber thank you for joining us today thank you, <laughs> did you thank you. Did, you did you learn a lot i, hope, I, I hope. did i did learn a lot um i learned that man anamorphs that's a lot going on there's yep. there's a lot <laughs> i learned these books actually kind of hold up like, I thought they would be worse rereading them than they were. 
They're not great. High praise. I thought they would be worse. High praise. I mean, I love all I hope for every day, you know? At the end of the day. Make an image of that quote. I thought they would be worse. Yeah. You know know when you you like something as a kid, then you go back to it as an adult, and you're like, oh, what was I thinking? Yeah. I I look at this when I'm an adult, I'm like, okay, I can kind of see what I was thinking. Yeah. Hey. That's good. It's good. Nice. I thought it would be worse is what I want it to say on my tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be worse. That's like... That's the motto of my life. Well, it's going to be my worse. new Twitter tagline. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be worse. It's how I live my life. <laughs> and my new life motto. <laughs> Thanks, Anamorphous Anna. discussion. Hashtag I thought it would be worse. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Perfect. Truly incredible. <laughs> Truly incredible. <laughs> Jessica, thank you also for being on this episode as you are often uh-huh uh-huh go on <laughs> what a normal human comment to make oh my god there it is that feeling of being unsettled and the show scared. uh comes out every thursday every, every week on thursday except for the first and second weeks which are the only two episodes we've had so far where it didn't come out of the human until, calendar until regular but the regular human every, calendar Every week on Thursday, there should be a new episode of this podcast, ideally. And now that I've said it, and it's recorded for posterity, it has to become true. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how it works. It's, that's the secret, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I put really into You know, I went to the sharing, and they taught me about the secret. Um, <laughs> I stood really you know, scared just, by this, still. You can't just wait for things to happen. You have to make them happen. You have to go out there and, like really try to accomplish your goals and the best wow. way to do that is to start at the sharing mm-hmm. i feel like i need this like you can yeah. this yeah. seems like it's really helping you guys out in different it, it definitely ways is. in your life it's it's definitely the place to go for humans like us yeah uh, for humans like, like us if you're a human like us and you like what we do you should check us out on bitchteamalpha.com hmm. we have podcasts and written content we do a twitch stream twice a week where jessica yells at me and he doesn't. Oh, it's quite accurate. delightful. It's quite delightful. <laughs> I enjoy it quite a bit. And also, if you like what we do, you should consider supporting us on Patreon. Uh, even a dollar a month can help, and it helps me to pay it forward when I go to my sharing meetings and we do community <laughs> outreach. Uh, I think that's it. Jessica, Amber, do you have anything to add to this particular episode of Anamorphous Discussion? Oh, one last thing. If you like us, please rate and review us on iTunes because that helps us get the word out. And if you enjoyed this, if this made you laugh, please tell a friend about it because that's how more people find out about us. Excellent point. Yes. And that's gonna do it for us. Bitch team out. Bitch team out. Bitch team out. Bitch team out.